0: Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Michael Hanford. Hello. and Timothy Kalpakis. What is up? And we are your hosts, Settling Into the Autumn Time. Brrr. My God, yeah, it's getting nice and crisp out there. Those leaves outside, they're getting nice and crispy. Mm-hmm,
2: and getting into all the fall fashions. Oh, I went, I went nuts on Depop the other day. I just went, my Almost anything under twenty dollars, I
0: snatched up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very moderate going nuts. If you, yeah.
2: get,
3: if you get a lot of those things under twenty dollars, you could have just said had something that you really liked that was over
2: twenty. No, no, no. I all, I like these things all a little bit. Oh <laughs> no, I got, but I got a bunch of, uh, I got a bunch of like folly type stuff. I got sweatshirts. I got pants. I got a. Vest. A vest will be coming soon. Wait, what type of vest? A
0: Carhartt vest. Oh, nice. Nice
2: pull. No, like uh, like, like uh, uh canvas. We'll see if... I, it might not be <laughs> exactly for me. <laughs> but I'll take a picture of it and maybe I'll put it online. Yeah, say, rate my fit.
0: Mike, that's so bold of you, <laughs> buying pants... You gotta buy pants IRL. Not I know. That. Well, under 20 bucks, I'll take it. If you know the
3: brand.
2: <laughs> and you know, and you know I send them the I sent them an offer too, being like, would you do 17? They're like, no, 20. i like, I'll buy it for 20. <laughs> I've seen you
3: bring Carhartt carpenter dungarees to a tailor and get them uh taken in. shortened. A
0: little bit. Yeah, shortened. Take the ass in. Hemmed. Yeah. Hemmed. Pull those cheeks in. I wait, wait, I went in, in smaller?
3: <laughs> no, you brought up the you just brought up the hem
2: shorter yeah oh hem yes hem i was thinking hem was the waist hemsworth hemsworth these pants Stop. are hemsworth <laughs> worth hemming
3: yes yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what hemsworth means yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> these it's like the hemsworth brothers they're good guys they're handsome guys it's worth hemming
0: their pants
2: yes they're, they're worthy of it <laughs> you don't want them to look like tripping all over the pants they could bust no. their beautiful faces open
0: no, you can't have Thor wearing Jenkos. You gotta hem him up. <laughs> um, hey Tim, you're a little quiet compared to the Mick man.
3: Oh, I'm okay. I'm I'm pumped all the way. Okay,
0: I'm pumped all the way for this episode. Yeah, I'm pumped on the fall time.
2: I, hey, hey Jim, I got, you haven't I, talked you haven't talked
0: about fall this much ever. Fall guy. Yeah, he's the fall. guy. You know, because I'm cooking up a fall drink. Oh, is this true? This is true. I was supposed to be
3: cooking one up too. Fuck.
0: Yeah, I was hard at work in the lab one night. That sort of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. I was working
3: in the lab on my... There you
0: go. go. That's how you do it. Time. Guys, I'm on the lookout for eel sauce. I can't fucking find this shit. You can't find eel sauce? No, it's my secret ingredient. I'm going on
2: Amazon. (laughs) Yeah. So secret, you can't even get to it. Get it from a sushi bar.
0: Sushi, Sushi bar. bar. All right, all right. No, <laughs> all right. Mr. Show. <laughs> I went I to a hope. health food store and my normal grocery store. No eel sauce or its other names, Nitsumi, kabayaki, or Unagi. Did you, you yeah, got go to go to Japantown. Gluten-free, eel sauce, you Where? get yourself a
2: 83-ounce, half-gallon, 26 bucks on Amazon.
0: 83? <laughs> Is it Kikkoman? It's uh, Otafuku. Oh. Mm, okay. Otafuku. They got a whole this bunch.
3: doesn't bode well for the drink, though. If it's hard for you to find, then how is the common man going to, is is this drink going to set the world on fire like the Russian root? I don't know. Right, right,
2: right. Because right, right. everyone knows where to find ice and <laughs> root beer <laughs> and
0: vodka. Yeah, yeah.
2: No. yeah. There's there's a ton of, not, now I'm just getting into uh, plastic eel figurines I'm down so far.
0: No, there's no eel in eel sauce. That's a misnomer. We'll get into it when the drink is debuted.
3: Damn. Am I crazy or does it seem like everyone on this podcast wants to talk about their Depop pop purchases or they want to talk about their eel sauce search, but mm. no one seems to want to point out that I'm in Arizona.
2: Woo, <gasps> <gasps> you I it's not our story to tell.
3: That's <laughs> that's true. If I yeah. want to if I want to talk about how I'm in Arizona, it's up, it's on
2: it's it's up to me to
3: communicate that.
2: What sure. I will talk about is I see that just the tip of your shirt there it looks like a little tie-dyed something's going on. It's but like well, you know got a, a Lisa Frank shirt or something. What's well,
3: it? It feels like you know the tie-dye craze of the last five years has gone out of uh, fashion, but this one has stayed in the repertoire here. It's this just it's a it's a light blue shirt, but then the mm. I got this in the Florida Keys, and yes. uh, the logo is tie-dye, and it's it's a dolphin, and it says Florida, yeah, Florida
4: Keys. Keys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and good. here's what's funny. Good thing about this shirt it's it's like a you know big it's a big billowy t-shirt so when i bought it five years ago i was like oh, that's funny it's a big huge shirt it's funny and over the years i've kind of filled it yeah. out very nice. over the years you're <laughs> laughing a
0: little less and less every time yes yes know.
3: now now it fits quite snug does it not? <laughs> yeah.
4: Ooh.
0: Ooh. Ooh. i put on the pounds I, I took a physical the other day and i went up 10 pounds Really? What the blonde. hell? It must be all... It's fucking
2: muscle weight, my dude. You've been no, pumping.
0: I wish I could say that it was. Between El Paso and my buddies visiting me, I packed it up. Ah, yes. Sure, sure, sure. That could Every be, food, that could a savory been. treat.
3: Feasting. <laughs>
0: I've been doing that here
3: uh, in Arizona. I'm staying with my friend Ben. And uh, before hopping on the pod right now, we already put in our order for the old spaghetti factory for what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> because they got a lot of chain food out here in, in the in the in Glendale, Arizona. So uh, we're we're double we're just eating all the we're like there's a chain that we haven't but had. But that's Let's good chain.
0: That chain. That's eating good chain.
3: Same here's what I liked about their menu. You know Italian places it'll be like you choose your pasta and they have a few different shapes of pasta and then a few different sauces and you and you and mm-hmm. you make your little choice. Here makes a match. Just Spaghetti. It's like, what sauce do you want on your spaghetti? It's the old spaghetti mm. factory. And I thought I was going to be dazzled with angel hair and uh, hey. Cappellini. <laughs> oh, no, oh, it's all spaghetti. Any linguazzani? Mm. No, ling- no, no linguine, no linguazzani. They had <laughs> they had fettuccine alfredo as a separate dish on a different part of the menu, but who the fuck over five years old eats fettuccine alfredo? That is some 1999. Hey. But uh, kid-ass. No, well,
0: that is
2: Lipton Pasta Sides. That is chip dip is sauce now time.
3: Hey, <laughs> ch- ch- chicken <laughs> ch- fettuccine alfredo is for some confused kid that eats it and barfs. Fancy mac and cheese, hey,
2: man. That is a very barfable uh, food for a kid. No. It's, it's the
3: barfable food that puts you in the mood. <laughs> no. For
4: love.
3: <laughs> Listen to this spaghetti factory. I told Ben I want spaghetti with meat sauce, and I want a Caesar salad, and I want spumoni. And he said, "Tim, your spaghetti with meat sauce is going to come with Caesar salad and spumoni. Free spumoni comes with. Wow. Now
2: spumoni is is ice cream. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, Ben, uh, we all know Ben. He's been on the pod before on. No, he hasn't. Oh, yeah, he has Well, yeah. just like little clips of him. On, oh, he on and I went
3: to place. a Wisconsin supper Club together and we reviewed sure, sure, it on Bruce sure.
2: News. Yeah. And then the or the Patreon listeners will remember him from when I went to a smorgasbord. Damn. Mm. Anyway, he uh, he introduced me to Jollibee. I mean, I, I knew what Jollibee was, the restaurant. Right. But he actually got
3: Filipino it. Filipino fast food chain.
2: Yeah. Right. And it's like they have spaghetti with essentially cut up hot dogs in it.
3: And it's a very sweet sauce, right? It's
0: like a macaroni
2: yeah, it's, salad it's sauce. It's interesting, but it's very good. And I was surprised, and I sent him a picture the other day because I was near Times Square, and I saw one, and I said, Ben, you're going to love it here. <laughs> you're going <laughs> to love it here. They got Elmo. They got this Bee thing now. You're going to love this. But I've never seen it outside of L.A. or, or here. Folks, we want to know if you've seen Bee. <laughs> Who's got eyes on Bee? Hashtag us with I've Seen the Bee. <laughs> no,
0: blade. <laughs> I've seen the beef. Just seen it. <laughs> if you've seen it.
2: Yeah. yeah, you don't have to have eaten there. Just that you've seen one. It's in your town.
3: Um, You know what they got out here that I have never had is... Uh, I thought it was only a Midwest thing. And they have it down here as Culver's. Like Culver's Butter Burger. Never oh. had. Hmm. Gonna have Red to sit And I was really driving out here. I was really looking forward to getting some fry bread. I told you guys about how good fry bread is when I was mm-hmm. in Phoenix. But... There's no fry bread place close to our little Airbnb here in Glendale, so I might have to venture into Phoenix.
0: Dang. You should try the uh, Arizona iced tea while you're out there.
3: Yeah, I kind of almost did. The other day I was looking at one of those at a convenience store being like, it's probably a fresher here.
0: It's like having a Guinness in Ireland. They're like, oh, you got to have it in Ireland. You got to have the (laughs) 99-cent can in Arizona.
3: They've done that thing, right, where the can is still 99 cents and it says it right on the can and they're losing money on the can.
0: Well, I bet you they're just using shittier ingredients over time to justify <laughs> oh, Yes, that's the They same. know what they're doing. Should we talk about the booze news? Yes! Bip, 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 hit
2: it! I'm making a movie. movie. A real Marvel movie. movie.
4: I rented a camera and a van.
2: And a Wolverine. I greased the lens and framed the shot using friend. I'm going to cast me a bunch of celebrities to be my friends. Am I standing? I'm renting a camera, a real Hollywood camera. The marker snaps, and I yell quiet on the set. I'm going to have some lenses to focus, going to point at what I want to shoot. And then called action.
4: Then called action. Cause I made a
2: movie. movie. Do you like the movie? I thought it classic. We're going to have a cocktail and a mox. I'll take a cocktail and a mox. I'll take a cocktail and a mox. Nice.
3: Making a boozy was sent to us by Drew Pauly. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com.
2: Nice. Drew, that drew, I assume that's his or her voice. Uh, no, that, that's, that's a death cab, right? Okay. Postal, Is postal was-
3: service. Yes. Really? Uh, yeah.
0: That's okay.
2: Cause I was going to say he sounds like that person, but,
0: uh, yeah. wait a minute. I thought postal service only had give up. They had, a, they have more songs.
3: Wait, um, let me check.
0: Yeah, but that uh, yeah,
2: give up. That album is called. Oh, that's the album. What was the famous? What was the main song? Great Heights, such great heights. Yeah, such great heights.
3: Well, uh, Drew's email says this one is partially inspired by the Postal Service's 20th anniversary reunion tour. I'm personally looking forward to the Hollywood Bowl show next weekend. So uh, Uh I know maybe it could be Death Cab, but but uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Same guy. Well, it's
0: Ben Gibbard either way.
3: <laughs> Give me is now Ben Gibbard. Did he date? Yes. Uh, did he marry?
0: Who I don't know. Audessionel. Who? Audessionel. Yeah, d-
3: did they get married? Oh, hey.
0: Audessionel. <laughs> G- Gibbard Zoe and Dechanel. Deschanel. That
3: would that would be the ultimate hipster couple of the two of the two of the aughts. You know. Yep. What's this guy's yeah, name? Ben, ben Gibbard.
2: Gibbard. Ben. Ben Gibbard, let's see here. Spouse, Rachel Demi. No. That was Uh -uh. 2016, but... uh, Hold on, hold on. Because...
0: uh, Hold on, just hold on. I think he was married to Deschanel. I think you're right.
3: They they seem like they were romantically entangled. But more importantly, when I pickled... I picked up... Pickled? (laughs) I picked up my phone to Google this, and I saw a text from Mike Hanford. He said... It was right before we were started recording. He said, Just got home. Gotta use the facilities and then I'll hop on.
0: Oh, how'd that go, Mike?
2: I've never heard anyone <laughs>
3: say they're gonna use the facilities since I was in kindergarten yeah. and the teacher was saying that the facilities I think of it
2: I think of it as like a uh Somebody who works in like a ho- an older guy who works in a hockey rink who's like, hold on, I got to use the yeah. facility.
3: But I also <laughs> picture you going into a public bathroom and you're like unscrewing the pipes and you're blasting water. <laughs> you're just really getting into... You're spinning a big wheel that's loosening up the like, change in the temperature of the water. <laughs>
2: I'm still I'm still looking for this fucking...
0: Go ahead, Zoe. Well, she dumped him for a property, brother. It's fine. You don't got to worry about him anymore.
2: <sighs> okay, Zoe Deschanel and Ben Gibbard were... 500 Days of Summer Come to Life. Uh, that's uh, something I'm reading uh, here. But if you I, say so. But yes, I think they they were together, and now they're not. And he's...
0: Sad when that happens. Look, the important thing is I like Postal Service, but I can't do Death Cab. Isn't that weird?
2: That is weird.
0: Now, what's Death Cab's big That's song? his, like, indie band. You've heard them. I know, but I can't think of what their, like, Where main
2: soul is. meets body.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Ugh, I don't know that. It's
3: actually better the way I sing it. So it's
0: actually really good. Is that of yeah, transatlanticism? That Is that his?
3: I think that's the only one I would have ever given a spin to. I'm not a fan of Death Cab, but then yeah, I gotta, gotta I gotta give it up for. I am thinking that it's a sign. The in our
2: eye. it's the most precious
3: thing in the world. But you gotta, if you put yourself in the back into that year and imagine that being a fresh sound, it's pretty interesting. Pretty hmm. interesting stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, man. I like that the music is very cold and then he had like whiny emo lyrics. Like it's a good yeah. juxtaposition.
3: Yeah. Do you think that the freckles in their eyes aligning was a sign?
0: Yes.
2: That their mirror images were perfectly aligned? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, kind of. He said it. I, I wouldn't think he's fibbing.
3: <laughs> um, Can we get to the fucking booze news for once in my whole life? I wish you would. Oh,
2: I thought this was death cab news.
3: That's coming later. Imagine if this didn't even scratch the surface of Death Cab news. Um, uh, Okay, so we are going to be, when we get to the drink of the day, we're going to be making a drink that uh, includes green chartreuse. Are we not?
0: We are.
2: God, I wonder if the people out there have it. It's tough to come by.
3: That's why I wanted to use this booze news to check in on the current status of the chartreuse shortage because this came up on i feel like mike you had like maybe heard about this out in the wild first from a liquor store guy or something and then and then there were articles and we covered it in booze news about a year ago um that chartreuse Mm -hmm. is well first off this is a fancy liqueur made by carthusian monks in france there's only mm-hmm. two monks that uh, really know the whole recipe and they're like vow of silence monks and they work silently at their monastery making this booze and there's a three-hour documentary about them that is silent and oh, only yeah. lit with natural light and we got to watch it for our Patreon sometime yeah, when we're looking cute. to
2: hemorrhage subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Patreon calls us up they're like, you, you, you got to boot some of these guys off the server. What can you do? Patreon themselves like, we're too low. We're getting too low. <laughs> um, uh,
3: About a year ago, we started hearing about this charju shortage. It was hard to find at liquor stores. And we thought maybe it was just a typical supply chain issue, like lots of mm-hmm. post COVID supply. Then we mm-hmm. thought maybe it was about the bottling or whatever, but no, oh, eventually no. in the spring, New York times wrote a big piece saying it's about the work ethic of these monks. Basically with, with, Fancy cocktails having a, a a big moment right now. More people making cocktails that use these types of liqueurs. There's a larger demand for char- chartreuse than there has been, and the, these monks simply don't want to work uh, <laughs> meet the supply. They they're like, hey, we pray, we hang around, we make the amount of this stuff that we make. We're not capitalists. We're not following the typical business plan that, you know, like most business models say you expand, expand, expand. And they're like, no, no. we just, we, we're we living the way we live and we're working how hard we work. And th- that's <laughs> that. La
0: Vida Loca. I love it. I got
2: to yeah. appreciate him for it. <laughs> I mean, that is why it's like, well, the chartreuse is just kind of our hobby. Our main thing is being God.
0: <laughs> we're men of God. We're not booze makers. <laughs>
2: yeah. This is kind of going against what we... Well, then
0: don't make such good booze.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you
4: know...
3: And also this liqueur has like 40 weird ingredients. It's made from all these flower petals and weird stuff. It's Seems like it would be an ordeal for them to, like, double their hey, output.
0: Hey, tastes just like black licorice. But, yeah, I, I, uh, I got to take their word for it. It's got all that other shit There's in a there. lot
3: of different ways to make good and plenty out there. And uh, they found the most uh, laborious.
0: <laughs> it turns laborious. out half the herbs and flowers on this planet taste like good and plenty. <laughs>
3: if you're out in nature and you see an herb or a flower, just assume it tastes like black
0: licorice. Don't bother
3: chomping on it. Um, so that's – we talked about this in Booze News in the spring – and I had heard that the shortage continued, and I I just did a Google Now, and I found another wave of articles uh, addressing this issue. And guess what's happening now? The monks, true to their word, have not stepped it up. The, the shortage has continued. And now, within the last week, there's been a wave of articles about, you know, now there's just other people making— alternatives. There's like copycat companies, Mm. distilleries that are making their version of yellow and green chartreuse. There's a lot of articles about like, here are the top five swaps for chartreuse. And here are the new companies that are making this chartreuse type thing. And the monks are cool with it. The monks don't care. And that's what's happening. So if you Google that, there's like a whole bunch of articles, but like if you saw today's podcast and you said, I can't find chartreuse, there's, like American companies cranking out chartreuse-esque copycat things now. So you could wow. you could probably find uh, something similar fairly easy. I
2: think in, in the U.S. they call it chartreuse.
3: Yeah, chartreuse.
2: <laughs> Char- chartreuse.
0: Uh, I got to hand it to the monks for not giving a fuck. And here's the thing that b- uh, American business could learn. Oh, oh, they give a fuck, Jeff. Just not about the things that these capitalist corporate yeah.
2: pigs care about.
3: Oh, shit. What do we think about corporate shit? Mike, what do you think about corporate? i am back today?
2: off those things, man. I'm back off it. I used to be so you're gung ho off, corporate. you back off it. <laughs> you were on it for a minute. For a minute, I was like, "This is good." It's like, you get tell us. I think I mentioned it. <laughs> this is
3: good. This is some really. I guess I'm the one who's waiting on my old Spaghetti Factory delivery, so I'm back on it. And
2: yeah, you're, you're back off it. it. I'm off it. I'm getting stuff off Depop, reuse, recycle. Yeah. Let's do that. Carbon footprint. But here's
0: the thing: no matter no matter how many competitors, quote unquote. That they have nipping at their heels, mm. they're always going to be in demand because they're the real deal. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They have it. You don't have to go after them. People are going to want your shit. Yeah. You're the best one.
2: You think uh, Rolex is like, oh no, Timex is selling more watches. Nobody gives a fuck. What do we want with the Rolex,
0: baby. Yeah, we all want Rolexes.
3: <laughs> That's what we want. Keep rolling, 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 rolling X. And
2: I, X. I walked by like a Rolex store recently or I saw a Rolex something. And I was like, how much would one of those cost? Thinking like, mm-hmm. oh, expensive watch. expensive watch is probably $700. Mm, They're like $15,000 at the cheapest. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, good Lord. Crazy.
0: Well, What are you guys rocking for timepieces these days? Uh, my um, phone. And
3: the sun. Uh, Folex. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, my phone. I'll tell you what, though. I've been thinking about getting an old school alarm clock for my bedside.
4: Oh, that would yeah, be fun. Yeah, that
0: yeah, way yeah. you're not scrolling all night. And Jacking it good, off.
3: That, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get the alarm clock app.
0: Yeah, get the alarm clock app.
2: That's a good idea, Jeff. Hmm. I got an old school one that, like, you know, has hands on it, and you have, like, you know, it's like, there's like a bell that rings. Oh, yeah. you use it? That's, no, I I did for a few days. I was like, this sucks.
0: <laughs> I imagine the real bell is insanely
2: loud. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like that's a terrible. I mean, any any sound is terrible uh, to wake up to. Somebody at work has the on their phone an alarm that goes off. Throughout the day to remind them about stuff, that's my alarm clock, mm-hmm. my alarm on my phone noise. And every
0: time I hear it, I say, would you turn it off? Did I ever tell you guys a story? Okay. You know yes. our buddy Chris Van Arts Sure. Certainly. Oh, yes. Heavy sleeper. Heavy sleeper. Tough time getting him up in the morning, but he's figured it out. He's adopted certain tools to mm-hmm. get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. One day, we're all in the, old, um, in the old stink house where we all lived. The birthday boy's house birthday boy's house he leaves for the weekend (laughs) and he said jeff you know you you can use my room if if you want (laughs) folks don't worry about the circumstances for this (laughs) my girlfriend and i girlfriend at the time stayed in chris's room
3: a little vacation
0: a little sort of a little (laughs) vacation in the the home shay chris Shay, Chris, I said, right this way. Don't mind the smell. And
2: Don't uh, mind the spaghetti coming out of the, the bathtub. A oh, bathtub. yeah, a problem.
3: yeah. One time, the spaghetti came out of his bathtub.
0: <laughs> Pipes got crossed or something. Look, sometimes, sometimes you're hard up for privacy in a big dude house. So sure. we have Shay Casa Shay Casa de Chris. <laughs> so we're staying in there, and uh, late at night, I'm sleeping like a baby. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden. I am awoken in such a start. I thought the fucking basement was like had a poltergeist. There was a loud noise I'd never heard before. The lights were flashing and the fucking bed is shaking. (laughs) It was
4: like...
0: Yep. And uh, I realized... This is Chris's like crazy alarm clock. Yeah. He plugs his light into the alarm clock so that it flashes. And he mm-hmm. has a vibrating little pad that he put under his side of the mattress. Yeah. To wake him up. And because he'd left for town, he'd set his alarm for like four in the morning. Uh, so, um. Insane. Yeah. That Ooh, was, that, that would that freak
3: was, you the fuck out. It's like poltergeist. Yeah.
0: yeah. It was, it was, it was batshit crazy. I but, remember being like
2: upstairs uh, and hearing it. And, like, walking down and walking to his room and just seeing the bed, like, going nuts. I was like, Chris, Me? your With bed's him doing fast something. I had that it.
3: experience, too. My room was right across the hall downstairs. And I remember he's such a heavy sleeper. And he got those uh, little gadgets and stuff after a sleep mm-hmm. study. And he slept so hard that I would hear this flashing, like, the tick, tick, tick of a flashing light and the vroom, vroom of a vibrating mattress. It would wake me up. I'd walk across the <laughs> hall and be like, Hey, Chris, wake up. And he was still sleeping through it. This Whoa. is crazy. I wish, how did you guys know about this? And I had not known. I tried to tell you you didn't care. All you cared about was your girlfriend. Oh, I love her <laughs> yeah. and nothing else. You don't love talking to your boys? No.
2: I care for love. <laughs> you don't care about your boys wake
0: up methods. You don't care about your boys, <laughs> <You're> boys talking <laughs> about their other boys wake up methods. <laughs> your boy needs to tell you about your boys wake up methods.
3: Yeah, well I only care about romantic love
4: that's hetero. <laughs> okay. I,
2: I uh I don't think this is a weird story us about Chris's dad, I guess. So Chris told me <laughs> Bear. Chris told me that uh his dad had a it's the same problem. Like in college, like he was just super heavy sleeper and just couldn't get up in the morning. He would have a su- a really loud alarm clock go off in his room, in like a cage, and the key to the cage was in another person's room down the hall. So he'd have to get up, go get the key, unlock the cage to mm, turn off his right. alarm clock, which would get him on his feet and then hopefully moving. But yeah, that's uh that's an extreme hereditary. That's an extreme case, yeah. The, the
0: sins of the father are passed to the son.
4: <laughs> sins.
0: <laughs> is that it for booze news?
2: Yeah, is that should Wrap be Wrap it up! <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> <clears throat> what is that? Is that uh
0: It's Mario 2, it's the 2? slot machine. The
2: slot machine, yes. <clears throat>
0: But, Mike, that's in the past.
2: Yes, let's move forward. <laughs> that was Sure, that dude. was Doki Doki Panic in the past. Now we're moving forward <laughs> to the new <laughs>
4: Doki Doki Panic. Deep
0: cut, Mike. That was j- the jab- original Japanese game that Mario 2 is based on. But I don't, I don't, I don't want to know about that. That's the past. <laughs> you want the future? Um, well,
3: I think it's clear in the eyes of all of us that the future is none other than... The Tipperary you've had. Tipperary.
2: Wow. Never had, never heard. Get thee to the Tipperary. Let me, see, let me see this. Let me see this recipe.
0: I don't want to have a bad attitude about this, Tim. I'm not excited for this one. There's nothing here to juice me.
2: I, I'm i
0: curious. Based on
3: what the ingredients list or the name? Tipperary. Tipperary. I hope
0: Tipperary is explained.
2: I don't know what that means.
3: Hm. Well, maybe when I paint you a picture of the history, you'll. Your, hm. ears pul- your ears were pulled. Your ears. Well, perk up.
4: <laughs> maybe.
3: Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe it's a quite boring drink indeed. That's what's so cool about this show. You never know when it's going to be a completely bad episode or not.
0: Sure. <laughs> and you can have a great episode with a bad drink. Or a bad episode with a great drink. Yeah. You could have three bad hosts, a bad mm-hmm. drink, no funny <laughs>
3: jokes, no good conversation. It was still a good episode.
2: But great ads. Yes. But I got I got something we talked about some great stuff on the blowout this week. Oh yeah. Yes.
3: That's the that's, real show.
2: That's where a Patreon. lot of Patreon.com slash the done.
3: sloppy boys, pay five dollars a month. You can hear podcasts that are illuminating.
0: Mm. You can jump on, there's still time to jump on to Zabba Buva Butth, aka Zobby Movie Month. AKA okay, it's funny.
4: <laughs> it's
3: okay. Fun. Back to the drink of the day, the tipperary. No one has heard, no one has had. Um, this is an old drink that first popped up in Hugo Enslin's book, uh, Recipes for Mixed Drinks in 1916. So, Ooh, I guess you could say four years after the Titanic. Hmm. Um, okay, so here's the scoop on this guy, according to Cocktail wait, how, Kingdom. What, how many
2: years after the Titanic?
3: Four years after the sinking of the Titanic.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, if you're talking Lusitania, I want to say that was what 1919.
2: I want to say 15. I just read the 1519. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up while you continue talking, and I'll no, yell it you out. Listen. No, no, you got to pay attention to this. This is the main thing, Mike. I am. I got the recipe right here. I'm looking up the Lusitania sinking. That's all. <laughs> I'm looking up all types of crazy shit. 1915, the Lusitania <laughs> went down off the coast of Liverpool. Beautiful, Mike.
3: Beautiful.
5: Live up home. Now, no, not beautiful,
2: let, Tim. It was horrible. Sad. Beautiful
3: knowledge of a sad sinking.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm
2: mm-hmm. with you. You would agree. Would you not agree?
0: <laughs> um, Tim, I can't wait to hear about this drink. Wow me. <laughs> oh, Fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Jeff
3: likes to say when he's visiting a new town. He goes up to the locals. Hey, spare no expense. Wow. Me
2: knock. My wow socks me. Off. Take me wow out. Me.
3: Okay. So this was kind of a dry thing. So I just, I was trying to find a, an angle in. So I went to, uh, this, all I, all we knew is that it popped up in this book at that year. And it was this guy. Then I go to cocktailkingdom.com and I, and I read this blurb. Hugo Enslin was an obscure bartender in a second tier New York hotel, (laughs) (laughs) but he left behind uh, recipes for mixed drinks. The last major cocktail book prior to prohibition, his book was packed with dozens of new drinks and then later widely plagiarized by Harry Craddock and Patrick Gavin Duffy. Uh, enslin apparently committed suicide over unrequited love in 1929 he is buried in the gates of heaven cemetery in hawthorne new york 1929 everyone's killing themselves over this uh, stock market crash he did yeah. it for unrequited love
2: wow Sad. for his stocks that's not for the, <laughs> funny that's for the, not his, funny for his stock prices and then oh, should, the, a man no that's that's i shouldn't joke around about a suicide mike for that it was
0: a
3: hundred years ago you
0: gotta visit his grave
3: yeah, I'll yeah, Mike. Go. It's Gates of Heaven Cemetery in Hawthorne.
2: I'll do that. Where is Hawthorne? You're asking the wrong guys. Hawthorne, Hawthorne
3: California is South Bay.
0: Okay, let's well, stop talking about shit. He's got to look up and stay no, on. No, just
2: keep talking. Stop.
0: Okay. So, Jeff, why do you hate the past so much? Um, I'm a future man. <laughs> wow, you're you're really into the future, which is the
3: Tipperary. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's so into futurism; <laughs> it's for the
0: next twenty minutes. Is the future? You're like in an Oculus, like uh,
4: drinking <laughs> a, a, a
0: Tipperary, a drink I probably don't like, but continue to. Um,
3: so. I'm thinking about this drink. I got this history on this guy. And then it, um, the drink, it's it's kind of a take on the bijou, which is gin vermouth chartreuse, which itself is very similar to the Negroni gin vermouth Campari. And, mm. of course, our beloved Boulevardier, whiskey oh, vermouth yeah, Campari. Like so the thing, these are all similar drinks. And a lot of them, the, the they were equal parts drinks. Um, but the well. thing they all have in common... To the to the keen eye is vermouth, right? So basically, you got this whole scene of dudes a hundred years ago trying really hard to make vermouth happen, much like how the characters in Mean Girls try to make fetch happen. Yeah, Um, and so I I was like, Tipper, what's this word Tipperary mean? I looked it up. It's a place. It's a county in Ireland. And then I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe it's this like Irish drink, and maybe Hugo Enslin was Irish." No, it, it appears I looked up the, the the etymology of his name. Seems like he's probably a German guy who's in New York. So I think that the the name Tipperary just comes from the fact that he was using Irish whiskey in his vermouth cocktail. Okay. Tipperary. So, um, and then I, I I there's there's a Very famous bar in Manhattan called the Dead Rabbit. That's like an Irish pub. They make Irish coffee and I've been. Mike, you've been. uh, It seems like a place Jack Shram would take you. Did you have the Irish coffee when you went? Did you have the Tipperary?
2: I didn't go with Shram, but I've been there and I was. I didn't know. I I think I had a. I forget what I had. I didn't have my usual martini, but uh, it's a cool bar. The upstairs bar I I like better uh, than the downstairs, and I was shocked to learn that it was it was only. Like open in like 2016.
3: Yeah, it's like uh, it's a it's a part of the sort of yeah you know, 2000s cocktail boom. Yeah. I actually read the, the, on the website. There's kind of a very douchey history of the place. Like uh, it's got kind of like a little bit of a hey, we're cool. What, what, they they seem like great bartenders. Seems like a great bar, but it, it's got a little bit of a hard edge to it. That um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, whatever. But. The owner of the bar is very knowledgeable. I listened to an episode of the podcast Cocktail College where he is talking about the Tipperary because he, they make the Tipperary at the Dead Rabbit. And he kind of confirmed my su- suspicion that it's, it's about these vermouth cocktails. And that, that is like a lot of bar- bartenders of this era of just coming up with things to mix with vermouth. So really, I think that that's what we're looking at, whether it's the Negroni or the Bijou, or the Boulevardier, or this Tipperary. Yeah. It's... Vermouth, sweet red vermouth is a drink that only an old Italian guy would ever drink straight. But because it's on our shelves, you got a lot of hardworking bartenders busting their asses to use it in stuff. And that's what the Tipperary is, is just a drink that happens to use a delicious, hard-to-find liqueur, green chartreuse, and is called the tipperary because it uses <laughs> irish whiskey in your sweet
0: red vermouth well content. tim yeah. i'm looking at i'm looking at our beloved manhattan and it doesn't look too dissimilar from that either Ooh, oh i see that absolutely rye red vermouth and angostura so you you are you're switching out the whiskey for irish and then you're you're adding that chartreuse
3: yes and um one thing that the, the manhattan has in common with the Timura- tipperary is they're both Official International Bartenders Association Cocktails. So we're going to be using the IBA. We're not using uh, Hugo Enslin's original equal parts recipe. This one has been tweaked a little bit by the IBA. And this is the the common recipe. Um, Mm. It is 50 milliliters Irish whiskey. Ooh, Bushmills, most commonly is Bushmill, like 10-year single malt, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. I, I I When I hear Irish whiskey, I always think of Jameson, but when I went to Albertson's, I got proper.
0: Oh, nice. I got Tullamore Dew.
3: Ooh, very nice. I think I
2: have um, some Jameson's around here.
3: 25 milliliters sweet red vermouth. I've got Martin, uh, Martini and Rossi.
2: Dolan. And Wally Pratt.
3: 15 milliliters green chartreuse. I happen to have half a nip left from some other drink we did. Do
2: you guys have <gasps> oh, it? Oh, nice. Yeah, I've got... I, I, I'm i looking at it now across the room. It looks kind of yellowish or green. The The label is green, so I'm assuming it's green chartreuse. Yeah, I've, that's it. Yeah, it is? Okay. I got it. I got like a full bottle of it over here.
0: When I got it, the guy said, lucky boy, and he patted me on the ass on the way up. <laughs> on the ass? <laughs> what the hell? The yeah. hell! When I got mine, the guy
3: put his thumb up my butt. <laughs> what The
0: oh. hell! Hmm. <laughs> you can't do that. Like
2: yeah, anyway. he did
3: the weird thing. He did that rude thing where then he smelled his thumb and went, "Ew!" Like, yeah, what well, what do you think's gonna kind of <laughs> smell like, <What?
2: laughs> fuck, dude? You know what I do with that thing, dude? What do you
0: think, man? Dude, <laughs> cool it. My crush is here. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? What? What scenario is all, all this happening <laughs> at the liquor store?
2: <laughs> dude, my um, crush came to buy a. P- uh, some Zinfandel. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: that's what crushes my. Um, and finally, two dashes of Angostura bitters. You know it. I oh, love yes. it. Here's the method mm-hmm. pour all ingredients into a mixing glass with ice cubes, not a shaker. Stir uh-huh. well. Strain into a chilled martini cocktail glass. Garnish with a slice of orange.
0: Damn, I forgot the orange. I got it.
3: Ooh, no shaking. Bummer. Yeah. So usually, shaking shaking always happens when there's citrus. Yeah. So yeah, I guess much like a martini or a Manhattan, this is a stir job. But, mm. you know, Negronis, I just build them right in the they don't,
0: cup. They don't want to wake it up. They want all the liquor to stay asleep.
3: <laughs> and it probably has something to do with, you know, some, some viscosity or something. You're trying, sure. trying and
0: to they don't want to bruise? Do. They don't want to bruise something? They don't want to bruise.
3: Yeah, they don't want to bruise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um,
0: shall we?
2: Yeah. Why don't we? Wait. Go can I say something trips? about the Dead Rabbit real quick? Yeah. The reason I thought it was like an old, really old bar was because you know that movie Gangs in New York. One of the gangs is called the Dead Rabbits.
4: Mm.
0: Oh shit! That's, that's cool.
2: That's that well, that's just me being dumb, being like, hey, I thought this bar was older. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh. Well. Anyway, I'll have All a chartreuse.
0: Right. Sort of well, knowing Scorsese, that was probably a real gang that the bar is named after. I think so. There you go. There you go. I know. Folks, we'll be right back. <laughs>
5: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, folks. Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you got to get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you go, I just got to tell someone this. I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me. I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy. I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, You know what? My two co hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got, it's weighing me down. What am I gonna do? That, of course, is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell a therapist what you're feeling, and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now, listen to this if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/sloppyboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com/sloppyboys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest. Have a great time.
4: <music>
2: and we're back with Tipperary. Tiburani is in hand. Get thee to the Tiburani. Mine didn't yield much. Yeah, I got a small yield. Not a great yield, but good because you can you can swing your Looks uh, nice. They look
3: like Manhattan martini
2: glass around a little bit.
3: Now i I poured a taste of mine for Ben, and Yo. they had these they had these little tiny little pedestal like port glasses. I poured him one. He took a sip. He said it was pleasant. He's not a cocktail guy. And he said it was a pleasant drink. And he said it tasted like an old drink. And that's something that was, he grew on him. And he said it was something that you could drink. You know, you drink it not to get fucked up, but you're enjoying it. He kind of liked the drink. So that bodes well. A non-cocktail drinker liking the drink. Oh,
2: Ben's a non-cock?
3: Huh. (laughs) Shall we?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just getting swayed by the smell over here.
3: Oh, I'm getting, for only putting half an ounce of chartreuse in there, I'm smelling a lot of chartreuse. Sure,
0: but I put a little orange twist in there, Tim. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I didn't like, have ten one.
3: weeks in a row forgetting the garnishes.
2: You got to
0: express it.
2: Sip. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Hmm. Fanciness. That warms the cold cockles of my heart on this crisp autumn night. <laughs> Shall we <laughs> say
3: fancy Manhattan? A little more more than Negroni or Boulevardier or anything. This tastes like a fancy yeah, Manhattan.
0: We shall. It's smooth though, isn't it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's turning you Irish.
0: Ooh, <laughs> guys, I th- I came in with a bad attitude. This kind of turned me around. I did too. I I will the say I I think
2: my vermouth might be a little old because I there's one. Like part of the taste here that I'm like, Ooh, oh, that just tastes like an old something.
0: One of you is fucking this up. Yeah, because like vermouth, you gotta take care of,
2: and right? Like, keep it it's fresh. A, right? I mean, mine's been in the fridge for a while, but we've had it for a long time. Like the last mm-hmm. time we did
0: vermouth, the red vermouth was a long time, a long yeah. time ago. Keep it in that fridge three months. Really? I did Nwali Pratt right off the dusty shelf. Oh, nasty Jefferson. <laughs>
3: um, that's good. I have this funny drink. This this drink is just just tastes very fancy to me, and it's funny because I just while I was making it, I was kind of taking a bite of a leftover McDonald's cheeseburger and fries, and then it's mm. funny to follow it up with the Tippity
0: mm, sort of a snobs meet slobs thing. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had some
2: McDonald's the other night. I was going home in an Uber or a Lyft. I, I was and going I ham in my, an Uber. I said, uh, <laughs> now what does that mean? Going ham in an Uber? You were going home. He was going ham. No, I know, but what what were you what were you doing in <laughs> going ham in an Uber? I see. You were taking Mike. John did you
3: drive through McDonald's in an Uber? Is that what you're
2: getting at? That's what I'm trying to get at. And I said to the driver, I said, "Hey, if you want to stop, uh, I can pick you up some." And he just said, "Yeah, just put you know, add it to the th- add it to the, your stopping order." And he but he didn't want anything. They yeah, never do. Um, he didn't want anything.
3: We did Jeff, were you recently with me when we went through Taco Bell? And the guy had a ready to go. We were like, Hey, is it cool if we drive through uh Taco Bell? And he's like, Yeah, no problem. And and we're like, Can we get you anything? And he's like, I'd love a large Baja Blast. And it was like, Oh, he knows oh, he's a Taco would, Bell
0: guy. I do he, remember that now you mentioned that.
3: And he wanted a little goose for his night. you know?
2: <laughs> a little goose for the gander. Uh the I, I put the extra stop in, but I hope it like I hope he was still getting paid, like I didn't look at how much the ride was, but I hope he was not like as we were waiting for the
3: yeah no when you're you when you're sitting, there's still time happening as miles or not,
2: okay, good, so he probably went after he probably went to a nicer restaurant, he probably went to Shake Shack with the money he made off me <laughs>
3: <laughs> If I were a Uber driver and someone said, "Hey, Tim, yeah, we'll get your meal. You know what I'd be doing, fucking." Fifty-five burgers, 50, fifty-five nuggets, fifty-five. Thank you.
2: That always makes me laugh. I mean, it's such a funny sketch, but it always makes me laugh when I see where it comes up. Like, yeah. I'll see a T-shirt for sale or something. I'm like, what is it? Oh, it's the thing from the oh <laughs> oh yeah got
4: me. Um, I
3: have one minor detail. This is a sketch from. Uh, I think you should leave season three. By the way, uh, one thing I love a minor detail in that sketch is he's on his way to alcohol class. <laughs> He's like, I just want to stop and get something on the way to alcohol. Oh. <laughs> and also, the way it, it ends, he's, he's in the car, stuck in the car. He's like, Oh, I could run. And he gets out and runs. And Ooh. it's just like a happy ending to the sketch that he runs away without his car.
0: <laughs> Damn, this is good. Yeah, I like it. it it's
2: not like the, the sips I'm taking are like the smallest of sips. Oh, you yes. know, I like usually I'll, like, I'll get a nice mouthful of something. Yeah, Usually
3: you do a keg stand type thing. You go upside down and I pour your Tipperary into your mouth.
2: <laughs> the temporary temporary is temporary. Now wait a minute, how why is this a new era drink?
0: No. Um Is it no. not? I thought I saw on the on the IPA. This has gotta be uh, unforgettable. No, because people be. forgot it's, it, right? It's
3: it's from nineteen sixteen.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm mm-hmm. thinking.
0: Um, I'm looking
2: it up. I
3: mean, Mike, you thought the Dead Rabbit was an old pub. You think Tipperary yeah. is a new era drink? Some, you you're all out of whack chronologically.
2: Yeah, I'm f- I'm I'm fucked here. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> <laughs> you think
3: old things are new. You think new things are old?
2: That's about. Uh, what you got I'm Benjamin Button brain. It says, well, here's what it says on the on the page for Tipperary IBA cocktail, new era drinks, uncategorized. So now I gotta see what uncategorized means.
3: Maybe, maybe Dead Rabbit brought it back into style.
2: Yeah, Tipperary is in the it's a, it's in the new era
0: All right. column. So huh. Dead Rabbit brought it back from the dead.
3: All right. Hmm.
2: I'm down
0: it's with It's very
3: good. I'm drinking it and I'm remarkably tasting a lot of chartreuse. And I I, I it it's making me it's reminding me of uh Fernet. Jeff, you've been ordering mm-hmm. a lot of Fernet and Cokes out of bars. I sure have to Fern, Fernandito's. Mm-hmm. And every time I take a sip of a Fernandito, I say Good God, that Coke barely diluted the frenette mm. Frenet The is like oh, yeah. strong, you know? It's like ink. It's like ink. It's like blood in a pool. You know, it doesn't take a lot of w- red
0: to freak everybody out. <laughs> Yeah, we're yeah, brown.
2: brown. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> 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 Jeffy, we did it twice today, Jeff. We are on, we are locked in. <laughs>
0: yeah, but, then, but Mike, that's nasty stuff. Yeah,
2: that's, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're swimming around with a turd, that's nasty. <laughs> you're swimming around with a turd. I'm swimming
3: in a pool, a turd's <laughs> passing me by, that's nasty
2: stuff. I got chlorine in my eyes. I can't open my eyes. I'm reaching for a pool noodle. It's a turd in the pool. <laughs>
3: I am thinking, what is why is this pool noodle so small? I'm grabbing yeah. it with both my hands, squeezing it. This is one of the smallest pool noodles
0: I've ever felt. Yeah. It's a yeah. turd. Probably definitely the stinkiest flotation device right. I've ever come across. <laughs>
2: And I say, hey, lifeguard, uh, why is this pool noodle breaking apart in my hands as I squeeze it? (laughs) Why does it have certain kernels of corn (laughs) in (laughs) it? You have a lot of explaining to do. (laughs)
3: Yeah, All this with your eyes still closed, talking to the lifeguard. And another thing while I have my eyes closed.
2: And I know you want to talk to all the... The uh, moms today bringing their kids to the pool. But you know what? You got to help me. An
0: older (laughs) gentleman who's clinging to a turd. Who's grabbing one of his own turd. A a turd.
4: (laughs) 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 A turd. Oh,
2: Lord.
0: Oof.
3: Hey, let me ask you this.
0: Yeah.
2: Fire away.
3: I mentioned that I'm in Arizona, right?
2: Ah, the zona. Mm -hmm.
3: I was on a walk today, and I walked past a taco stand. I wasn't even hungry, but I poked in there just to say, oh, there's a taco place nearby.
0: Better check it out. And
3: I look, and they have, they have a California burrito and an, and an Arizona burrito. And mm-hmm. we know the California burrito has French fries, guacamole, sour cream.
0: Yes.
2: Wait, wait I, I had an Arizona at the place in San Diego, and I forget what the thing is. Can I guess?
0: Can I guess? Yes. Tots. <gasps> Close,
3: yes, to potatoes, Fuck. but not fries. She said different form. She said it's it's and I was like, we're talking like home fries. She was like, I, it's like a cubed potato. Now, Jeff, that's not far hmm. off from the top.
0: And you it's know, so, so so it's like a cubed potato, like a breakfast potato, maybe.
3: I like would say, a- but I said home fries, and she said no.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: hmm. okay. I, I was gonna say mashed potatoes in a burrito would be good, but I don't think it would be.
3: Um, no, it'd be fucking nasty.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: i don't know like a thanksgiving burrito has everyone anyone ever made one of those a Think gobbler burrito a, yeah like a gobbler
2: but in a tortilla they they did and they didn't like it oh that somebody
0: <laughs> word came down
2: they didn't like it yeah have you guys yeah. ever been to del uh dos toros it's a it's like a fast food mexican place no no. It's like burritos and tacos and stuff, kind of like uh, Chipotle. Two bowls. Uh, yeah, and I had one the other day and it was good, but uh, it was like lunch rush hour, you know, where it's just like everyone is the line is huge, but it takes it's very quick.
0: Rush, rush, rush. the rat race. Thank you. I say, slow down, guys. You're not even chewing your food.
2: Uh, <laughs> it was like it was like, you know you go down the line and they like, do you want uh, what type of meat and they scoop it on, what type of topic? Mm. And I was never the whole line. I was never sure which burrito was mine that they were referring to because the yeah, the carnitas mm-hmm. didn't look like what I thought carnitas looked like, right? Or I was thinking of something else. So the whole time I'm like, uh, cheese, and he put a <laughs> put burrito and he's like, okay, uh, yeah, it seems like that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know, and I started telling one guy, I started telling one guy. And he was passing it down. He's like, no, I, now her. And I was like, well, I don't know. When When do you stop? And she
4: begins. Hanny, <laughs> you're a
3: stand-up comedian. We all know that Sebastian Maniscalco spun his experiences uh, yes. at Chipotle into a famous bit. Do you yep. think that maybe you're going to be, hey, who here knows Dos Toros?
2: <sighs> with, with the cheese. With the, with the cheese. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who here knows Del Toro? Dos Toros <laughs> cheering. With the cheese. <laughs> oh, man. I did I did think, uh, did you ever see that MTV, what is it, movie awards or something? Oh, yeah. That zucchini. Maniscalco <laughs> hosted. Oh, my God. I did laugh out loud when yes, he came that's out. That's a good joke. He comes out with like all the, <laughs> the fog blasting, takes oh, yeah, the stage yeah, yeah, for yeah. the first time, and he's like, sorry, my mom's frying up zucchini back there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that the was, was the most uncool, best. He's like, hey, you're performing for Gen Z. What's your first joke going to be? Fried zucchini. That's, uh,
2: that's <laughs> funny. That's great. That's great. He'll
3: shock you. I mean, Mike, we watched his last stand-up special, and we yeah. were like, w- three huge belly laughs, and mm-hmm. the rest of the time, you're sort of befuddled, and you're like, this man's observations are insane, <laughs> and this guy's <laughs> dancing around the stage. But there was a, I feel like we may be talking about in the pod before, but we love the joke where he's talking about like, he's like, you know, I always know what I want to get uh, at the restaurant. My wife takes a long time to order. So sometimes she asks me to order first, but i that's not going to buy you any time because she's like, you go first. And I'm like, skirt steak with veggies, back to you.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> back to
3: you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he does. He does like a bowling move too. But
3: we were fully, you know, we were like hate watching this special, and then that made us sincerely laugh very hard. And you're like,
2: I don't know what to make of this guy. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> I am. Anytime I see him on something, I'm intrigued, and he, he's very unique, and I I am uh, interested. He's an entertainer. He's doing. Yeah. He's, he's a full on entertaining guy. Like 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 Which big. Is,
3: we should be doing on the pod.
2: Yeah. Oh, big big. Hey, 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 oh, wow.
3: <laughs> um <laughs> I was one of you mentioned a, a Thanksgiving burrito and then I mentioned a gobbler and then it reminded me of that is is that something you're familiar with a gobbler sandwich is like a turkey stuffing cranberry sandwich I
0: hadn't heard of it I, the first yeah. Mitch was the first yeah. time yeah, I Mitch heard in LA.
2: It. Yeah yeah
3: cuz that's what I was going to say it was like in Early birthday boys house type days when I barely knew Mitch and was still figuring this is Mitch the actor from the Tomorrow War yeah, and you were still him.
0: figuring him out. You said you were gonna well. Say? <laughs> the first time
3: I well, met what him makes
2: this
0: guy tick.
3: <laughs> I didn't know him in college, but he knew of me because I was a big man on campus. And then the sure. first time I met him was in LA. <laughs> he slept over at our house after a party, woke up in the morning, and was telling us that he was living in Charlie Chaplin's haunted house or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. His right, old right. house or something. So I was like, this guy's kind of odd. And then, like the my next experience with him was, we were in the house, and one of you guys was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go down to the bottom of the hill to this sub shop and get sandwiches. What do you guys want?" And it's like, oh, "I'll have an Italian combo. I'll have a turkey or whatever." Mm-hmm. And Mitch goes, "I'll just have a gobbler."
4: <laughs> and we
3: we're like, what? Yeah, "Was like what?" <laughs> it was like a gobbler, and we we're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And to him, a roast turkey stuffing cranberry sandwiches so common that he just could say yeah i'll just assume that <laughs> yeah like the that's not ever has... on the
2: menu anywhere in anywhere in LA anywhere <laughs> i have never seen it anywhere nope yeah i'll just I've, have a gobbler
3: hmm? i've not witnessed <laughs> hmm? it Can we maybe again? maybe it's a massachusetts thing i don't know i
2: started is. to
0: see him pop around yeah
2: well maybe, you know i mean cause... sandwich places are getting so a cavalier yeah. now with TikTok. You know, TikTok.
0: I mean, yeah, you know, with TikTok. Or <laughs> the Fat Sal's. I mean, that doesn't count. Fat Sal's is extreme. But I feel like I've, I've come across at least a turkey, cranberry, blue cheese type thing. I don't know about stuffing.
3: Oh, blue cheese. That sounds nice with the cranberry. Blue cheese? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't
0: yeah. normally associate blue cheese with a Thanksgiving, but hey, on a sandwich? I had blue <laughs> cheese <laughs> chips recently. Come on.
3: I was at Say Cheese, the cheese shop, and... Well, did what I already f-
0: talk about this? Been, Dude, like a- Somebody else went to a fancy cheese shop. Was that just you again? It was probably me. Maybe
2: wait, I told wait, you Did we pod. talk about
3: this?
0: I went to a fancy... No, it was on pod. It was, I was talking about it too,
2: because I talked about eating, uh, getting free samples from the cheese.
3: Fuck plates. my life. So I talked about the caviar chips and the foie gras chips and the Prosecco chips that bubble on your tongue. Yeah,
0: you did. You did, you did. fuck
3: my life is this what we we hit our 300th episode a couple (laughs) weeks ago and now we got we're just (laughs) so i only had 300 hours of things to say and now i'm starting over with the same 300 hours
0: again and you've only had like six experiences since the last week (laughs) (laughs) it's not 300 it's
3: it's 156 because it's three years okay that's not so bad
0: uh i'll tell you what in, in in other snack news I went to Albertson's to re-up my precious Zaps Voodoo pretzel twists. Hell yeah. Because you're, cause you're collecting the dust. I'm collecting the dust. I'm up to three bags. <laughs> I have three empty bags three. of Voodoo dust. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> what size bags? The Voodoo bag? The, the, the one pound bags. <laughs> yeah, the big bags. And you only Wait, wait, wait. wait. S- Ziploc bag? No, no. You get them in like a 16 ounce And you bag. put the dust back in it? I just leave whatever's dust is and in it's there. Full? No, no, full no, no. Just the remnants. Oh. I just have an empty bag with whatever dust. Three of them. Gotcha. gotcha. Because
2: gotcha.
3: you're going to rim a cocktail glass with it, correct?
2: Oh
0: yeah, I'm going to rim it
2: real good. Jeff, what? We're not even. Don't even respond to that. But Tim, this, that type this of talk. is good
0: for Mardi Gras. It's a. It's this a Louisiana is great company. for Mardi, Mardi Gras. Thank you so much, Tim. But here's the problem. I, I ran out. So what I do when I run out is I immediately go to the grocery store to buy another bag. No zaps. Mm-hmm. No zaps on the shelf, damn it! I see dots. You know Ooh. dots pretzels. People say, "Oh, dots are really good, seasoned pretzel twists." You're not buying it. I bought them. They fucking suck. Whoa! What? Dots, Hook get let them out of here.
3: Okay, I get you don't like them as much as zaps, but you can't say they suck.
0: Okay, yeah. But here's the here's the <laughs> other problem. I tried one. A little buttery. The exact same criticism I had to your Frito offer the other night. Ooh.
3: Okay. Folks, <laughs> Jeff's over at my place. We're watching a movie. This I got
2: to hear. And here's, what <laughs> I,
3: here's here's the snack selection I have. Chili cheese Fritos. flaming Hot Fritos. Honey barbecue Frito twists. Spicy jalapeno Fritos scoops. Uh, kind of wow, a cool Oh, you, really
2: you go in on the Fritos. Yep. Well, yeah.
3: I was looking for chorizo Fritos, which they have down here right, in Arizona, right. but they don't have in LA. But It's fun to taste all the different kinds and say, oh, this, oh, that. But then Mm -hmm. Jeff says, too buttery. I say, too buttery. Fuck you.
0: I said, polite pass. (laughs) (laughs) Fritos are too buttery, man. They're fucking nastified. (laughs) Polite pass. I'll I'll Uber eat
2: some pretzel dust.
0: (laughs) I'll say this in Tim's defense. He did take me out to Jenny's ice cream.
3: I took you out. I what? bought you an ice cream. I made because up because you uh, didn't
2: have
0: any snacks.
2: For because no, 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 because his, the nachos
3: were too buttery.
2: <laughs>
0: Unrela- unrelated.
2: Jeff
3: was crying. I was like, "Don't worry, buddy. I'll take you out to Jenny's."
0: You're you. Like, what do you want? Okay, what do you want? <laughs> Jenny's, you pay. And then you're like, but Tim, I ordered b- 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 butter pecan. Oh.
2: <laughs> Jenny's, you pay. <laughs> I'll say this:
3: just the the the. the, the I have zero, you guys know I'm a brand new pothead, and w- when, I'm, when I, I'm not influenced by Lady Weed, Fritos are the last thing on my mind. I don't give a flying fuck about Fritos. When you're not but, influenced, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm not influenced, but as soon as Lady Weed seduces me, <laughs> all I can think about are Fritos, and specifically tasting the different flavors and say, this one's good, this one's bad, yeah. this, ooh, 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 bad, yeah.
0: Tim will fall silent, and then his eyes just go toward the Fritos. Razor focus.
3: Like a (laughs) fucking martini cutting through a ribeye in your stomach. (laughs) Just
0: just melts the top of the bag off. (laughs) Okay, guys, guys, we're getting off topic. Yes,
4: yes, I know. What is
0: the topic? Oh, the Tipperary. We spent our whole (laughs)
3: Tipperary episode talking about Fritos.
0: In as much as we got to take a little break. Ah, yes. So that we can show them all the latest and greatest ads. Perfect. Here's what I'm going to do for round two.
3: I'm going to save my chartreuse cause for, for a rainy day. I'm not going to make another tipperary. I'm going to pour myself a, a glass of sweet red vermouth. I shit-talked it oh, at the top it. of the pod, and I'm going to drink it straight and see if I like it.
0: Of just sweet red vermouth. Okay. Oof. I'm not
2: even done with my tipperary. That, it's such a sipper for me. Yeah, it is Sipperary. such a sipper.
0: I'm going to hang out with mine. Well, hold on. Hold on. Is this something you'd put on a rock? Put on rocks? Sure. You could. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'll I come back with. This will be on
5: rocks. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince—they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.
6: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: And we're back with our final thoughts on the Tipperary. Mike, take it away. Order again. Surprise! It was a big surprise for me. I loved it. I'm gonna echo those sentiments, like This is very good. I'm sorry about my attitude at the top of the show. Oh,
2: it gives me. It's okay. I think that's okay. It gives me the feeling of like a an old fashioned. Like it's very yeah. warming as it goes down. Yeah. Your, uh,
0: a soft into the stone.
2: And hey,
3: maybe put it on the rocks like an old fashioned. Maybe one big cube.
0: I think that's what Jeff. Did. Yeah, there yeah. You go. Gotta say, I um It's working. It's good. And uh because of the, the little rind to the twist, it is mm-hmm. very old fashioned. You just get a little kiss of that oil, citrus oil. Oh, well, there you go.
4: Yeah.
3: I love it. It's fancy, it's an order again. Right now I'm drinking sweet red vermouth on the rocks and it's stupid. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, right, right, right. Well, I'll tell you what I wanted to do because you're doing that. I got my little bottle of chartreuse, mm. the one that I was lucky to get. A lucky yeah, that's bottle. the one I had. Okay,
2: so mine was green. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> the price for this was $39.99 at the time. Wow. And that's okay. only oh, how? how That was like a 16 ounce?
3: Wow, that's a small. It's like the size ounce. of a beer.
2: Yeah. 12
0: ounce. 12 wow. 13 ounces is like a small, small little guy. But Crazy here's what I want to nice. do. I'm going to take a little sip and just appreciate what the monks have done.
3: Oh, that's nice. Don't sip it straight from the bottle—a forty-dollar bottle—and you're. Putting... <laughs> Why not? Nasty. You're nasty, and I condemn your behavior. <laughs> I'm in my own home.
0: <laughs> Gross. Mm. Good and plenty.
3: Is it really that licoricey? I feel like it's a little bit more. Uh, yeah. It's got know? like
0: a mint. Uh, it's got like a mint effervescence to it. I mean, yeah, it's like it's got, you know, a hundred herbs in it or whatever, but yeah, a hundred herbs.
3: It's not like Sambuca or uzo or absinthe where it's like totally black liquor. It's got some yeah. twang to it.
2: Yes, yes, yes. It's got subtle hints of flavor. Ooh.
0: Burns. And it burns, burns, burns.
2: <laughs>
3: What's the proof on
0: that, Jay? Got the proof right here. I'm holding it. Oh! 55% alcohol by volume, folks, is 110 proof. Whoa! These Whoa. monks can drink,
3: man. Those monks are going nuts. That's wild. That's like Ray and nephew rum. Whew.
0: Man, you shouldn't drink that straight. What am I doing over here? Love, love, love. <laughs>
3: that would be a power move Jeff if you that's a 12 ounce bottle if you were walking around a house party with a bottle of that instead of a beer and you're like yeah it's fucking $40 and it's made by Carthusian French monks i fucking well, drink you, can't,
0: it. You, you fucking can't even get it
3: you can't, <laughs> nothing is over just give me something to drink
0: <laughs> make sure you keep the tag the price tag up. oh yeah right there front and center <laughs> That's our show. Follow us on social media, at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. I'm <clears throat> sorry, where we release these episodes ahead of time. And if you can't get enough boys, go to patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys. Get into Zobby Boovy, Zobaboova, but <laughs> It's still going. It's still going. There's still time. It never ends, does it? We got, well, we got the one from this oh, it's funny. week. It's funny. Yeah, we it's just funny. talked Day of the Dead. So scary. Tim's favorite. Next we're talking reanimator, you mean to tell me? Oh, HP Lovecraft. Ooh. Oh my god. What? Stuart Gordon. <gasps> huh? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Bye. Uh, I hope you have a good rest of your week.
2: Goodbye. Weekend? Hmm. Yeah, if you listen to it on Friday, have,
0: have a good weekend. Bye, folks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
4: Oh